And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you as a courtesy from our Patreon supporters. They support the show so you don't have to listen to commercials other than maybe some of that amazing um, that amazing travel agent. What was his name? Uh, Justin, over and away with me travel. Of course, of course we need to talk about him a little bit. But other than that, you're not getting any commercials, guys. And that's because of those guys. Now listen, I might be a little biased here, but when I say that they support the show, they also get free content and a lot of shenanigans happens over on the Patreon side. And when I say eh, we have some fun, Guys, I mean, we have a lot of fun, so maybe consider joining them. If not, let's give them at least a round of applause and say thank you for a commercial-free, amazing show. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast, the show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight... I am joined by my Aussie friend from down under, Dave, my my buddy from the New York State, Mike, and a very, very, very special guest, the love of my life, the apple of my eye, Joe. No, I'm kidding. My <laughs> wife, Katie, is here uh, is here with us uh, to join us for this very special episode. Uh, but before I get to Katie and we talk a little bit about our week, let me get to you guys. Dave, what's going on, man, down in Florida? It's wet. Yeah. <laughs> like real wet. For the last two days, I have, like, had a pair of shoes, like, immersed in water walking through. And it's been ridiculously hot. And then I'm talking, like, two hours of torrential rain. Not like a 25-minute a Florida, boom, here's a little bit of water and you're done. This is two hours of absolute torrential rain. I saw somebody, like, have a umbrella get shredded by the rain today like that's how heavy it was doesn't it make you a little happy though like the i think that may be the little mean streak in me when you see somebody the wind take somebody's umbrella and flip it upside down <laughs> there's is, a little there's, piece of me there's a schadenfreude <laughs> element of that definitely but there's um, a little piece that makes me just a tad bit smile uh, inside because yes, it's, it's happened to all of us so it's all like right. all right you know what i mean i've been there um but yeah so like i've got now got two pairs of shoes and my shoes this morning were not dry from yesterday's. So I had to like wear my spare pair of shoes. And then now both of them are outside on the back patio drying upside down and about to go for a spin through a dryer. Do you have the little uh, insert for your dryer? No, but somebody insert? was telling me about this. Oh, we've got like, one. It's fantastic. I need to look into this. Then you just put Literally your shoes today. on there and then you just turn it on and it, yeah. Sounds like you need rain boots. Yeah, that's not part of my Disney costume. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, Mike, how are things up north, man? Uh, a lot drier than Dave has been, thankfully. I'm glad to 
<clears throat> I'm not experiencing that kind of wet weather. Uh, you know, it's a little gloomy up here, and it's it's kind of weird because it almost feels like it's starting to become that winter time already. I don't understand. It hasn't been that hot of a summer. Uh, it's been kind of you know warm during the day and cool at night. But uh, but I, you know, I missed you guys. I feel like it's it's been a long time since we did this. Uh, work's been a little crazy, so I was really kind of enjoying to do this tonight with you guys. Yeah, buddy. Well, I'm always happy to see you guys because I won't be here next week. So I was super stoked to be here this week hanging with you guys because I am heading down on a little daddy-daughter trip with Rye. And uh, we're going to we're gonna spend some time in Legoland. I'm hoping to see my favorite DJ rolling around uh, down there. So we no, no chance. That's okay. It'll be a, it'll be a different one. Well, the reason also that I wanted to bring uh, Katie on is this is only the second time in – I counted them up, guys. Uh, counting all the shows done, we've done 287 episodes. This is the only the second time Katie has come on a show. The other time being, I think, our 50th episode, which was a Christmas show that the entire family came on. Um, uh, Mike's family, Jay's family, my family. So I am super happy to be here. She is heading to the beautiful state of Maine. I've heard it's beautiful. I really have zero interest to see Maine. Uh, I still love all of our Mainers up there uh, that, uh, that listen and are part of the family. But, uh, babe, you excited? You're heading to Maine uh, here in a couple days for a girl's trip. Yeah, we're going to Boston first, though. So we'll be in Boston for a day, and then we're renting a car, and then we're driving up to Maine for two days, and then back to Boston. So we've been to Boston on a cruise, and it's yeah. a really cool city. But I've never been to Maine, but it looks really pretty. We're going to do some hiking, go see some pretty lighthouses. It's, Justin has no interest. In cool. That, that, that sounds that horrible. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Is that the right answer? That sounds yeah. awful. <laughs> Pretty. I would I would much rather be in Legoland uh, experiencing that. So, uh, but yeah, uh, everything's good on our end. We're getting down. Like soccer is starting, uh, gymnastics is going. So we're every night of the week. Like something's going down, and so we're super super busy going uh, going here and there. You all know how that goes. Um, but guys, piggybacking off of what we did last week, we had this amazing topic where we discussed ten uh, table service restaurants that were a not miss for your next Disney vacation. And as we said on the last show, we are going to come the other way around on this beautiful topic. And we are going tonight talk 10 one-and-done table service restaurants at Walt Disney World that you can do once and skip it the next time. Uh, in our opinions, try it. You may love it, but you can skip it another time. So we are going to roll through our 10. Uh, we are going to start... Right off the top with one of Dave's straight from his list. The way we compiled this list, by the way, same way we compiled it last week. We each put out our 10. Whoever got the most votes uh, automatically made the list and we worked our way down. Uh, and uh, we did get Joe's list as well, even though Joe is not with us uh, this week. Um, and so we are super, super excited to jump into this. So let's start with Dave. Let's go with over to the boardwalk ESPN club, man. Well, to get started on this, I, I approached this in the same way I approached uh, last week's episode, where I said there's three reasons why you pick a Disney restaurant, and they are you've got food, like ambiance, and then maybe like some Disney elements, some character interaction or something like that that makes it stand out. They're the three things that you're really looking for when you're trying to choose what your Disney dining experience is going to be and so i started looking at restaurants that had none of those uh <laughs> and uh, i immediately jumped to my head was espn club at boardwalk um i've eaten there a couple of times and if you can go to any kind of sports bar grill 
wing house kind of venue, throw in a de- an occasional extra dash of ESPN sporty Disney-ness. And bum, 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 bum. <laughs> that's about it. Like, there's nothing exceptional here. And that was why uh, it made my list. So it made yours and Joe's. I'm surprised it didn't make mine. Mike, have you eaten here? No, I haven't. I kind of that kind of slipped my mind. The only time the only time I've ever seen that place really recommended was people say, "Hey, I'm going to be down in Disney for the Super Bowl. I'm going to be down here for a big sporting event." And I think if I was down here for one of those kind of events, I've never been down there for a major sporting event. I think that'd be a really cool place to go. I think it would be cool because you'd be checking out a sporting event with other like-minded Disney people, people that are on vacation and. Um, you know, and I think because we're all coming from different parts of the states, it's probably a a good mix of fans. It's not just you know a one sided fan kind of rivalry thing. So I think if I was ever there for a huge major sporting event, that would be the place that I would want to go. Uh, but other than that, I don't really see any other desire to go there. Uh, that's pretty much it. So the thing is, is I'm shocked it didn't make either either of mine and Katie's list because we stayed at the boardwalk many times. Do you remember the trip we stayed when? We got out of the park and we got back and we're like, we are absolutely starving, which should never happen at Walt Disney World. Like, you should always, you know, full bellies, smiles, smiles all the time. Uh, we were absolutely starving. We walked into ESPN Zone or the ESPN Club and it was like 8.45 and they're like, nope, we're not taking any more orders. We're done. No, it was to go orders. It was to go orders. That's what it so was. So we, I think we we're staying at the boardwalk and we just wanted to get food and take it back to the hotel. And we we're like, we just want to put it to go order, take it back, eat in our room. We're really tired. And they were like, yeah, sorry, the uh, we don't do to go orders after like eight or nine. And we're like, but you're open till like 11 or 12. Like it didn't make sense. Um, so that was weird, but overall, I don't mind that place. The food's decent. It's a good place to go if you just want to watch sports. If a game's on, like a football game, basketball game, I mean, it's a decent place to go. Also, if you're coming out of Epcot or you're staying at the Boardwalker Beach Club, it's right there, so it's convenient. Let me tell people how to make friends at Epcot during a big sporting event, okay? Let me, let me give a little, a little, uh, story, okay? Here's what you do. I've been there for a Super Bowl. Um, you take a iPad or cell phone, right? You get a GoPro clamp and you put it on your stroller. Then you attach a Bluetooth speaker and you play the game through that while you walk around World Showcase having beverages. You'll be amazed how many people will come up to you and be like, you got the game? Oh, what's what's the score? Huh? Oh. And I'm like, come on, man, huddle in. You know what I mean? The more the merrier. And we're just all surrounding the stroller. Here's all these people. You know, in the middle of Epcot, watching the game. I'm beyond shocked that they let you walk around with a Bluetooth speaker. No, I didn't blare it, you know, but I had yeah, it loud as long to as it's not I offensive or anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I, thinking, I, I, I'm hearing this and going to the next level and being like, okay, now then you need one of those small portable projectors. Um, and when you reach like a location while you're stopping to eat, those little ones which are yeah, yellow, yeah, the yeah, yellow yeah. boxes, you turn it on, connect it in, and, and or you can even Bluetooth it. Can we and, not give uh, them any more ideas? <laughs> <laughs> or you're on cue for Soren, and you're just projecting it on the wall there as you you're go. moving side to side down the let's wall. Let's be honest, nobody is participating in those games. That no, they no one cares, Okay, man. we're getting off topic. Let's Our go. child's going to be 16, and we're still going to have a stroller just to have <laughs> all of Justin's toys to go around a cut. That's all I want, man. That's, I'm in. I'm 100% down for this. I, I love this idea. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm completely with you. 
the thing for me with this one, Dave, is you're exactly right. You have it at your wherever you live. It doesn't matter where you live. Big city, small town, you have a restaurant like this in your town. We just ate at one called D.D. Peckers here in Charleston. Same thing. Cold beer, wings, you know, it is what it's. TV's everywhere watching sports. It is what it is. So for me, it doesn't have that Disney magic. Uh, let's move on to one where there were actually four of us that made this list. And uh, I'm going to go to Katie first on this one. And I, what I did was I cheated a little bit. Look, I cheated last week. And I cheated a little little bit again this week because these two restaurants are insanely similar, both in food and experience. And that is T-Rex and Rainforest Cafe. Uh, and Katie, Dave, Justin, or Justin, I'm, now I'm speaking in the third person. Katie, Dave, Justin, and I'm reading my list. Uh, Katie, Dave, myself, and Joe all had this on our list. Uh, why do, what did you have? T-Rex or Rainforest? Do you remember? T-Rex. T-Rex. Why did this make your list? We've only gone to T-Rex once and it was when Riley was, I think she was like two or three. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> you I remember? remember yeah. yeah. Okay. So the food is equivalent to Applebee's, which is awful. So... I wouldn't go for the food. So I think most people go for the dinosaurs, especially if you have little kids. However, our kid, we didn't know at the time, but I guess she's not a big fan of dinosaurs. And they happened to put us right beside the massive T-Rex. So the whole time, she was scared to death. She curled up in my lap as the big dinosaur is just staring at her. So she wouldn't eat. And the food wasn't great. So it just wasn't a great experience for us. Now, I'll say this. I was curled up in the lap, too, because it was a little bit scary for me as well. So it is what it is. Um, for me, I think I put Rainforest because you kind of nailed it. It's the same thing as ESPN. It's food that you can get anywhere. You know what? I said it last show. I said the bigger the menu, typically the worse it is. You go in and you look at these menus, and they are just gigantic. It's it, like it's an we have 17 menu, different like... quesadillas, and we have this. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Whoa, you know what I mean? It's like reading a novel. We could like, add it to the book club to for Disney Dads. Yeah. What are you trying to cover with your 17 yeah. quesadillas? What, what's missing? Exactly. Uh, Mike, have you eaten at T-Rex or Rainforest? I'm sure you've eaten at a Rainforest somewhere. I've eaten at a Rainforest up here. So uh, they used to have it over in the uh, by one of the mall areas. And uh, it was okay. You know, same thing was the novelty of it wears off after a while. Uh, it's never been on our list because it's just kind of one of those things that we've been able to do up here. So when you go on Disney vacation, you kind of want to do things that are out of the normal uh, from your everyday uh, availability. So I've never really done it. Uh, I've heard about it. And it's never really crossed my radar or something I wanted to do. Yeah, I think on a Disney vacation, it's just like, eh. Yeah, you know, Dave, do you, you're local. You live there. It is an easy, like, well, T-Rex isn't really an easy reservation to get anymore. But Rainforest can. Do you ever take the girls over? Um, we've been there because it's a fun experience for taking a small child. There is an engaging element of it. But as you said, the menu isn't exceptional. Um, there's, and it's also not a Disney-owned uh, product. It's a third-party company. Uh, that operates on Disney property. So um, I'm trying to remember what the company is, and I cannot for the life of me think of it's it. It's called crummyfoodcompany.com. It's if Landry's. If you go to it. That's what, oh, Landry's, Landry's I'm sorry. I messed that up. Yeah. Uh, close. The, too close. Yeah. 
Um, so I was literally Googling it while I was talking. So, uh, but Landry's uh, operate uh, both the rainforest cafes and the T-Rex on property. And yeah, there's just nothing stand out about them. They don't have a Disney edge because they have their own product that they're doing. Um, the the T-Rex is fun, but yeah, like, I mean, um, and... So the ambiance and the atmosphere is really the only thing. However, there was a restaurant by Landry's that I think made somebody else's list, and that is Yak and Yeti, actually operate um, yeah. operated by the same company. But I really enjoy Yak and Yeti. I think their food is great there. Um, so it's I don't understand. Well, that would be Mike. To- That'd be Mike. You two can go back and forth on that here in a little bit when we do our our honorable mentions. But actually, All right. yeah. So we'll we'll get into that. Um, it's just, look, it's hit or miss for me. But I want to move on to one. It's time to get into the meat and potatoes. It's time to really make some people mad. Because this is, when we talk about restaurants, you should skip. Now we're doing it. Now we're really into a good one. And this one made three of our list. It made uh, myself and Mike and Joe's list. And we are going over to the Magic Kingdom. We are stepping inside Beast Castle. And we are going to be our guest. This, for me, is a skip, skip, skip. Mike. Why to make your list, buddy? Uh, we've eaten there before. We we've tried it a couple of times. I I think you're. I think the, a lot of the meal is based on the actual castle, about the you know the ambiance of the place. Uh, I, I like the overall you know eating in the castle, but that was probably about the extent of it. Uh, I felt a little rushed when we were there. I don't know if it's because when we when we first went there, it was one of those impossible to get reservations, and they were trying to push people out. I just feel like you can get a, a better meal elsewhere. I think you definitely have to do it once to say you experienced it, but I definitely think that once you've done it, I think you can kind of say you know what let's look for something else on the next trip dave it didn't make your list is this one you love is this like a he's like dude what are you guys doing no so it's not one that i love but in my opinion it's one of the best dining experiences in the magic kingdom which is not saying much because there aren't many great dining <laughs> that's like saying i'm the tallest person at like a, a, a fourth grade play you know what I mean? Like, and you and you are still not the tallest person. I'm not. That's the, the whole point. Yeah, play, exactly. Play, so. but, um, a, a claim you have never been able to make. Um, but so I wind up like eating there on occasion uh, for work and have been there, and the ambiance is arguably one of the best Disney and ambiances. On Disney property. The food is, I'm not trying to sell the food. The food is not the best dining experience on Disney property. But as far as the other two categories that I laid out at the beginning, I feel it's way up there on that list. So I kind of, it didn't necessarily make my list for that reason. I understand how you got there. I'm not upset with you. I'm just disappointed. That's okay. You can be, <laughs> I'm used to it by now, man. You just, I live in the world of disappointment from Dave. Um, Babe, when we go to be our guest, I think our problem, and I'll—I'm going to speak, and you may be, she may be like, it's not at all what I was thinking. Um, is we go, it's an, it's a prefix menu, you know, where it's a certain price, no matter what, and we're walking out of there, a hundred and fifty to a hundred and eighty dollars for a family of three, and our kid is not eating that much food. We're not eating that much food when we could go to California Grill and have this experience and the quality of food is, you know, leaps and bounds better. Now, I understand, like I said, originally when we started thinking about this episode, we were like, restaurants you should skip. 
I don't think that's that was right, and we even rebranded, you know, with with the episode because I think everybody should do this restaurant once at least. But for me, I I just think for the price, after you've done it once, you've had the experience. Um, yeah, it's it's a it, I, there's better places outside of the Magic Kingdom, but like you said, Dave, we're in the Magic Kingdom, so it's where else do you go? You know, I mean, where else do you go? Is do you agree? mind be our guest um we ate there for lunch one time the lunch was pretty good um dinner yeah i'm with you like i don't like people telling me you have to eat an appetizer a dinner and a dessert like i don't want all that so (laughs) i'm good with just a meal like don't make me eat more than what i want Mm. um but it's really pretty the steak's not bad. I like that you can meet the Beast. So, I mean, it has some perks, especially if you're, like, a Beauty and the Beast fan. You'll want to go more than once. But, I mean, like Dave said, it's the food in the Magic Kingdom isn't the best. Well, and also, you can walk now to California Grill. You can walk now to, uh, you know, Citricos. You can go to, like, it's not a hassle to go to other places to have a signature dining experience. And so for me, like we rarely, and if we do eat in the Magic Kingdom, it's not like the. I mean, we'll go to. Huh. I'd rather go to Pecos. Pecos Bills, Bills than just about <laughs> anywhere. Yeah, That's I mean, the best. Oh. their lemonade is the jam. Yeah, it's it's really good, man. So, uh, yeah, be our guest, Mike. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said before. I just yeah. think that. One and done. Yep, I agree. All right, uh, let's go to something that was not on anyone else's list except for Katie and I. And I have some great stories with this restaurant. So we were down and we were hanging out with Rick Reagan and Dan Rossi. And we decided, hey, let's all go to dinner. It's an adult trip. I said, let's try something new. So we grabbed a last second reservation to Haleo at Disney Springs. Tapas style portions. Guys, this was the worst dining experience I've ever had on Walt Disney property. I mean, it was <laughs> it was comically bad. Like comically bad. And it wasn't that the food was bad, and it wasn't that the and the and the, the service was fantastic, you know, the the restaurant's beautiful. Okay. So we walk into this restaurant. Katie and I get there. One, it, Disney Springs, they just reopened and Disney Springs was had limited capacity and parking, and so they closed the parking. So we were staying at Saratoga, so we walked over. And then, so Rick and, and Dan were running a little bit late because they couldn't get parking. So Katie and I get there early, and they have this thing on the menu that says five quesos. And I think, oh my goodness, dude, I go to Mexican once a week at least. I can crush some quesos. It's Kate, because sometimes Katie will only eat queso for dinner. That's all she'll have. So I said, oh, let's start with the five quesos while we wait for them. And I'll get a margarita. You know, you go to your local Mexican restaurant, you get that beautiful fishbowl margarita. It's right in front of you. You know, it's as big as your head. And uh, I said, oh, I'll take the margarita and uh, the, the five quesos, please. Katie and I have this beautiful discussion, spending time together. What came out? Well, first of all, I think I got lied to about this restaurant because Justin was like, hey, do you want to go get Mexican tonight? And I'm like, yeah, we love Mexican. We usually go to Mexican like once a week. Okay, this was not Mexican at all. Other than the queso, which was not queso, there was nothing on there that I understood what it was. Like, I'm searching the whole menu for tacos. 
there are no tacos. So I'm like, where are we? So we ordered the five quesos because I'm like, well, we know what that is. They bring us out five pieces of cheese. Like cold little pieces of cheese. That's it. <laughs> like, and I'm like, like a charcuterie bowl? Yes. No, but, the, but just the cheese. <laughs> just the and cheese. just some little wafer crackers with it. That's it. I'm like, where's the chips? Like, what's happening? Here? Oh, it didn't even have crackers. It was just cheese. It was just pieces of That's cheese. That's right. <laughs> this happened, and then you stayed for an entire no, meal. No, only that, and it was yeah. thirty-five dollars for the for the five quesos. Yeah, I thought like five queso dips. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a lot. That'll feed a lot of people and a lot of chips. No. Five pieces of cheese. You know those little triangle cheeses that come in like the wheel <laughs> and it has all the cheeses in the middle? Yeah. You know, and that's how big the cheeses were. Oh, it gets better. So we eat our five cheeses, and the next thing we order is, I think it was like chicken fritters. Chicken fritters. We're I like, mean, dude, who doesn't love a chicken fritter? I'm like, you know okay, I, mean? I know I know that on the menu. I know what chicken is. I know what a fritter is. So here comes the waiter. He brings out on a red pillow are five pieces of chicken about, about the half size the size of, of my pinky. pinky. About half the size of my pinky, yeah. And that was probably what, like twenty dollars? Twenty five bucks, probably twenty bucks. And it came out on a red pillow. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't understand why they're bringing me chicken on a pillow. Like, where are we? So then, so I get my margarita. It's about four and a half ounces. <laughs> and I, now it did have something cool. Let me give a positive. The foam on top of it was like a lime foam. Lime salt foam. So, the, like, if you got instead of getting salt on the rim, like you tasted the foam whenever you're drinking the margarita. But I thought they were playing. I started looking for a camera, dude. I started looking around. I was like, yeah. Am I on a hidden you're, show? Like a hidden Disney punked. show? Um, so finally, uh, uh, um, Dan and 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 Rick get there, and we order a couple other things from the menu. They come out. We finish our food. Our bill comes. It was two hundred and eighty dollars. For the four of us, okay? And we left there starving. I said, starving. Babe, I am hungry. This place was terrible. Can we go get Blaze Pizza? I love Blaze. Yeah. <laughs> Went straight over to Blaze Pizza, got I, some pizzas. I, I personally would have gone to Poutine, but yeah. I, I also love some Blaze Pizza. So okay. Sure. So with us saying all this, okay? Now, let me let me preface this. The restaurant's beautiful. The, the staff is incredible, Okay. If you if that's your jam and you like those little itty bitty portions and the kind of pretentiousness of it, then rock on, dude. You know what I mean? That's that I get it. Would you guys go experience this now that you've heard it? I'm more interested after the story. <laughs> <laughs> sure you get the queso. I have this burning desire to get my chicken on a pillow now. <laughs> I, I, and I want five tiny pieces of cheese. I'm gonna steal my daughter's my daughter's lunchable tomorrow. Like. I usually get Velveeta at Walmart for like five bucks, yeah. but I, this, for some reason this sounds great. But there were so many people leaving the restaurant that were like, Oh my gosh, that was so amazing. Loved it. Loved, Loved it. it. And uh, we're just looking at each other like we don't get it. I'm like, have y'all ever been to a cracker barrel people? Dude, you get three times the food for nine ninety nine. Like, what are y'all doing? But we were talking to Joe the other day, and he's like, Joe I love it. this restaurant. I wish he was here to fight about and this. And I'm like, yeah. what? What do you love? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, Joe is all in on this restaurant. So next episode, make sure you ask him his opinion so he can he can have all his right. voice heard. Uh, uh, we'll start out by saying that Haleo needs some defense. Yeah. If he could uh, let me go over it. <laughs> maybe he didn't get the chicken. Maybe he didn't get the quesos or the chicken on the pillow. I don't know. Um, let me go to our next one. And Dave, I'm coming to you. 
Uh, this is a very interesting one because it did make all the hosts list. It made uh, yours, Mike's, Joe's, and myself. Uh, and we will get to Katie's opinion after we give ours. Uh, that's Coral Reef and Epcot. We touched on this last week. Um, I think it's weird. Uh, a couple of people got my Monty Python reference. Um, oh, look, Howard's been eaten. Um, it's just weird. Like watching fish while eating fish uh i've eaten there a couple of times and i did well, not enjoy fish. <laughs> and i didn't get fish and i didn't now that said i have a dear friend that works there and so i feel terrible having this opinion of her restaurant um but yeah nothing about it appeals um the food's yeah. the food's kind of mediocre too, man. For me, that's what gets me. It's not the ambiance because the ambiance is fine. I mean, it's a huge uh, ambiance is fine. It's fine, yeah. and I, I don't know. I think some some of the tables don't fit how beautiful that restaurant could be. Like it's mm. weird. You walk in and then you see the tables and you're like, oh, these are like you could kind right. of right. And I understand those. what they were trying to do with yeah, like the little booths or face mm-hmm. of the aquarium. Um, they want all the fish to be able to see all the fish that has been eaten. That day. <laughs> they <laughs> pretty much made a stadium so that the fish didn't miss any of their buddies just completely being taken apart. Um, Mike, why did it make your list, dude? Uh, I thought the food quality when I went, I don't know, it could have been an off day. I don't think the food was great. Uh, the whole thing about the fish watching you eat, that doesn't weird me out. I mean, you go to a lot of seafood places around here, you walk in and you pass right by the lobster tanks and you kind of pick out which one you want to eat. And, you know, so I don't think that bugs me out as much as as the, the quality of the food. I think it has the potential to be better, but I just don't think that the, 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 the menu selection and the quality of food was good when I went. So I think it's one of those one and done kind of things. Yeah, that was my opinion. <clears throat> I completely agree. Now, let's go to the ultimate defender of Coral Reef, because this is the one on the list where uh, the missus here completely got on. She was like, what? You all put Coral Reef? Yeah, I don't agree with you all. I love Coral Reef. We've been going there since we first started going to Disney. I mean, we've probably been there five or six times. So it's definitely has been a return restaurant for us. Like Riley loved it. Like as a child, just watching the fish, the food's pretty good. I don't think I was the right person to bring on this episode because I have the palate of a two-year-old. And as long as there's meat and potatoes, I'm happy. So I go, I get the steak. I'm happy. It's a great environment. Riley loves it, though. I don't know. I just like Coral Reef. It's a happy place. She eats medium well or well done steaks. Okay, point made. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're, we're, yep. Yeah. Everybody now knows. We're completely. Yep. We're completely done. Um, <laughs> she, her opinion goes out the window. Well, uh, <laughs> you're the one that said, "Let's talk food." I'm like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> uh, it's nice to have you know uh, your opinion here uh, as we go through. It just doesn't count. Um, so let's go to the only one. <laughs> That made everyone's list. It's the, oh. on, the only one that made everyone's list. All five of us put this on the list. And I am going to go to my Italian friend. And you are going to go back to the Magic Kingdom. And we're going to the infamous Tony's. Uh, great location. Great great possibility. Huge disappointment when it comes to the food. Uh, I've eaten so much better Italian food all around Disney. The Annapoli, uh Mama Melrose. Uh, I mean, there are just so many other better places to eat Italian all around Disney, and I, I'm 
completely surprised that with the food standard quality at Magic Kingdom that this place doesn't do better and doesn't have better. Now, I know I, I don't want to knock it too much because I heard that in the past year and a half, maybe two years, they redid it, and I haven't been to it in a long time, but... It's one of those things you try it a couple of times, you give it one shot, you give it a second shot. It was a twice and done for me. I will not do it again. I would rather eat, like you said, at Pico's Bill over going to Tony's. Dave, you're turning green down there on, on the Zoom. What's going on? This is one of those moments where um, I'll encounter a guest who is telling me about their plans um, and then while I'm doing my job, I will scroll through their plans and take a look at what they have booked for themselves. And then I'll say, you know what? So there's only a couple of adjustments to your itinerary I'm going to do. Uh, in a couple of days, you've got a reservation that I don't think uh, you're going to enjoy. Uh, I'm going to take a look at that and see what else I can get booked for you over the next couple of hours while I'm here. And I don't care what other location on this list I am sending you to. <laughs> I'm not sending you there. Um, I've eaten there a number of occasions. I am whelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not underwhelmed. I'm just whelmed. Um, I, I, there's nothing exceptional about it. Um, the atmosphere is... I, I like their whole Lady and the Tramp thing that they were going for. but They it missed just it, doesn't. Man. They missed it. At, it doesn't land. No. And, and it's funny. So, so you and I are two completely different people. Let me give you a story, and I promise I'll tie this in. So the other day, I'm leaving the house. I'm taking Riley Gymnastics. We get this massive storm where it rained for like two hours, right? I mean, we live in the low country, and so Charleston floods pretty easily, right? That's what they call Charleston, the low country. Cool. Because we're below sea level, you know, a lot of it. And so anyway, it floods. So I go down this side street because traffic was horrible, and I think, ah, I'm going to go the back way. Well, then I get on this back road that there's no way to turn off of it, and the road is closed completely because of flooding. So now I'm stuck. I'm completely stuck. Can't, can't do anything. All I can do is turn around. See, you're nice enough to tell people, don't go to Tony's. You're really going to hate it. Whereas once I got turned around, I had to pass all those cars that were going to drive in another 30 minutes of traffic and then realize they had to turn around. But I thought, if I tell them now, they're not going to be able to experience the pain that I went through for the last 30 minutes. And so I kind of enjoy being like, you know, you see people at Tony's, you're like, okay, <laughs> all right, we're going to have terrible something. Person. We're going to have something in common, dude. Everyone out there does the same thing. Do not play the high the high card here. Uh, Mike's from the no. York. So That's hold on, really quickly, yeah, really quickly. Uh, driving against that traffic, yeah. Like I'm the guy that winds down the window just a little bit gets my hand out the window and is giving the turn your butt no, around. You know why you wouldn't single. do it? Because if everyone in front of you that you're going to pass saw you and they tried to turn around, now all these people in front of you. And you've already waited no, 45 minutes. No, no, I'm driving quick enough. that You they, can't drive quick enough. You're going a mile me, per watch hour. Me, yeah. Watch me. No. Stop it. No. So, um, no, I, no, I'm a helper. You, I kind of, I, I, but it was a life experience that I didn't want people to miss out on. And so I thought, just enjoy your 40 minutes. Peace, nope. quiet. Cursing, you know, all, all rolled into one. Um, a terrible human being. That's okay. Misery loves company. Mike, dude, you're from New York. You agree, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I thrive on it. That's how I get through my day. Uh, babe, where do you stand on Tony's? I wish I liked Tony's because I love Italian. It's probably my favorite, but... I don't know. Disney just doesn't do Italian food well. Like, none of the Italian restaurants I enjoy 
except for when you go on the Disney cruise ship and you have Palo. So they just need to destroy Tony's and bring Palo to the Magic Kingdom. Okay, I'm all on board for this already. The other night, Katie goes, can we go to Palo tonight? I'm like, uh, I would love to. Um, for those of you who have not been to Palo, D- Disney Cruise all the way, uh, it's absolutely incredible. Mike's shaking his head. It's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. And Dave knows. Palo is... You're, you're already preaching to the congregation. Is Palo the, I'm sitting here is like, Palo I'm the buying best tickets. Disney dining experience? I think so. Palo Brunch is my favorite. Palo Brunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Palo Brunch. I think- Palo Brunch is... The, in my opinion, the best Disney dining experience. I think Palo Brunch is better than Victorian Alberts. I think we did it like five or six times on Panama Canal. Panama Canal, just because we enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Because you can get yep. so many different things and everything's good. You know when it tastes the absolute blessed, uh, best too, and blessed, <laughs> um, is when you hit platinum and it's free for the one time you go. Because you get a free Palo, and you're like, oh, man, it's so good. I'm going to tear this up. So, absolutely beautiful. Free Palo is the equivalent of ordering bread surface at the pool. That is a baller move. Yeah, it's yeah. a baller move. We're just right going to keep talking like, about it, Cheryl. So, yeah, it's, it's, my new, it's my new baseline. Yeah, can we have, like, DDP baller moves? And that's that's our new thing. You know what I mean? Uh, right, <laughs> Love it. Let's move on. Dave, uh, coming to you. This made four of our lists. Actually, it made the four of us that are here tonight. And this is one... To be honest, I, I've kind of I gave Haleo a hard time, gave be our guest a hard time. Um, this one is way up there for me. Like one, if you have young children, one uh, and and skip for me for now on. Uh, price, quality, of food. Um, it has one redeeming quality in it, and that's Akershus. Um, you're once again we've said it before. You're paying for fast passes, and. And that's all this restaurant, in my opinion, has because the food, unless you're really into Norwegian food. <laughs> <laughs> yes, raw fish, you know. And, and Yes, like, um, ah, Norwegian yeah. people aren't into Norwegian food. See how skinny they are? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, like, there's. Uh, and because it's a character dining experience, you feel like you're jammed in a little bit. So the ambiance is lessened because, like, you're kind of all crushed together. Um, but yeah, there's it doesn't tick any of those boxes for me from ambiance to food to the Disneyness is amazing. But yeah, that's the only thing you've got. And I'm all about taking pictures with princesses. Don't get me wrong. Mike, where do you yeah. fall? I went to that restaurant multiple times because of all of the years that I went with my kids. And I think that's one of those, now that my kids are older and they have zero interest in the princesses anymore, I have zero interest in going there anymore. So uh, that was the only thing that we kind of went. You know, they had that nice little cheese platter and, and the the the, uh, the buffet of cold appetizers, which is nice. And then you have your, your, your regular menu. You get to choose whatever you want for your entree. Uh, that was pretty cool. But like I said, without the princesses and without the photographs, and I think we met Belle the first time we were there. And, you know, I have a couple of those pictures around the house. But uh, other than the princesses, I don't think it's worth going there for a meal. Here's the thing. Cinderella's Royal Table was on a couple of people's lists. Uh, I don't think it made our final list. I was just double-checking that I wasn't jumping ahead. But um, it didn't make our final list. But if given the option between the two of them, you pick Cinderella's Royal Table over Akash's every single time. Every day of the week. Every day of the week. Right. And, And the food is not always the best at Cinderella's Royal Table. But 
by comparison, it is head and shoulders above the alternative. Okay, so Ocker's Shoes is $65 an adult. $65 an adult. And it is... CRT? Uh, What's Cinderella's? Uh, Cinderella's is more. Cinderella's is 80 an adult. Totally worth it. I agree. I 15 agree. extra bucks? Yeah, I mean... To eat in the castle? Yeah, 100%. It's all about experience there, you know, too. Right. Um, that's my, my complaint, is when I go... Uh, you know, I don't get the cold buffet before you order your meal. I don't need that. Yeah. You know, it's overkill. Because most of the stuff on there, I'm like, eh, I don't want that anyways. And I'm an adventurous eater. I was going to say, does Katie eat anything? I think the only thing I like there, and you all are going to be like, this is gross, <laughs> is the rice pudding. Oh, it is gross. It's so I nasty like to watch. I like the rice pudding. Oh, horrible. But other than that, everything is not good. <laughs> I know, you're going to laugh. You're like, Grandma. <laughs> I like rice pudding. I'm a man with you, Katie. Do you really? I do. The I do. consistency I'm, I'm, is horrid. Uh, Tapioca, rice, the little, the little eggy things in there. We've great. gone twice. The first time we were like, eh, it's not too bad. But we did it through the Disney dining plan. So I think that made a little bit of a difference. The second time where we was paid out of pocket. two credits? Actually, it's one credit. It was, it was one. Right. I think they just If it's one it, credit. I think they upped it to two like a year ago. But when we the next time when we paid out of pocket, we're like, oh my gosh, we can't believe we paid that much money for yeah. this experience. No. It was over $200, man. For the three of us. Yeah. For rice yeah. pudding. For rice pudding. And I had to watch her eat it. I would have, <laughs> I would have paid to not watch her eat it. It was horrible. Um, so, yeah, that's it. It's auger shoots for me, man. I look at people waiting in line. I'm just like, man, there's other character dining that's so much better. Just so much yeah. better. You know? Like, go over to Garden Grill. Right? Love Garden Grill. It didn't even make the list last week. It's moving on. But it's really good. It's really, really good. But it's All right. great. Um, Dave, throwing to you. Uh, oh. This one made your list and it made Katie's list. Um, I'm kind of shocked to see it on this list because I enjoy it and I think Mike enjoys it as well. And that is Beer Garden. I was like, I already know which one you're thrown to because every single time you guys sing its praises, I sit here going, I'm just going to be quiet. That's a first. Quiet. <laughs> right. And it's a, and I ha- it's a controlled event for me to have to do it. Shush. Um, <sighs> Ambiance, eh? You get live music, food, food. <laughs> um, not a fan at all. Now I got like spit on everything. Um, and um, and literally nothing Disney esque about it because they're trying to like show you another culture. Um, I've I continue to be like eh about the menu. You want to know what the menu is? I will judge a place based on its tomato. And yes, I say tomato. Um, I judge like, a person based on their tomato. <laughs> shush. The way they, like, like I I remember having, like, sloppy, icky tomato there. And I, and it's, and it haunts me. Like, I can't bad. get, ah, uh, it's the worst. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm not a fan. Katie, you with me? Blech. Yuck. Unless you like sausage or brats. I mean, that's all they have. And I don't like sausage and brats. Like, ugh. Gross. I'm not even sure what the difference between those two things is. I just is, don't so. get it, Mike. I don't get it. Like, I think it's fantastic. Where can you go? Get, they get You get a beer bigger than your head. 
you get a German music playing for you, and you get some like schnitzel and and like great food, sauerkraut. I like this. Dude, I smell like a brewery mixed with, uh, you know, sauerkraut when I, I leave that place. That schnitzel. might explain why it's Katie schnitzel. dislikes it. What's a schnitzel? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's breaded like chicken. chicken. Yeah. Mike, go ahead. But it's not Save well me. done there. Save me. Well, you know, there are so many places that you can get typical ethnic food. Chinese food you can get anywhere. Uh, you know, uh, what else? Italian food you can get anywhere. Mexican food you can get anywhere. It's very few and far between you're going to find a German-specific restaurant. Even here in this yeah. great city. Yeah, you know why? It's delicious. <laughs> it's a treat. It's it's, it's it's a once-in-a-while kind of thing. So uh, there's a really good place here in Queens for any of my people that are in the tri-state area, and it's called Zumtantisch, and it's a German restaurant in the neighborhood, and they have the bratwurst. They have all the German specialty food. It's a really, really good, uh, very crowded uh, German restaurant in the neighborhood in Queens in a very, in a very small German neighborhood in Queens. Uh, they've been there for a gazillion years. They've been doing really good. Their food quality is just as good as the food quality in Epcot, and I could kind of compare the two and i think that uh the beer garden experience with the music and the decor i think it's a really good does it have the disney flair no but does it have that kind of special stuff that you're not going to get anywhere else absolutely here's uh, the thing here's the thing i've been to germany i've eaten german food in germany and i really enjoyed it i am not a fan of beer garden show off yeah (laughs) bragger (laughs) yeah He's Ragger. he's singing the praises of German food. I'm like, no, no, that's not my issue. <laughs> German food isn't real German food in Germany. German food is really food in Queens. That's the real German food. <laughs> we have a restaurant right down the street that's half German, half um, Irish. Half British. Yeah, Irish. That, wow. Yeah, no, that, no, it's great. So, dude, it's actually really cool, man, because you walk in, and the restaurant's legitimately... Split in the middle with a um, with a wall. You can't see the one part of the restaurant from there. It's like it's like two restaurants, and you go. Is and this the one where one side is constantly trying to invade the other? And, yeah, oh, never 100%. mind. Okay. And, and like, no, we own you. You know, and it's like, uh, right? They're like, no, we already claimed yeah, this no, one. No, we got you. Uh, but you go on the one side, and it's like walking into a British pub, and like so they play like you it's know premier. Ir- it's Ireland's own. It's Irish. Whatever. It's all the it's same. Not British. It's all the Apparently same. Apparently, you two went to two different restaurants. <laughs> then you go to Germany, and I didn't know this, but Germans love um, uh, game rooms and um, <laughs> golf simulators because that's what they have on that side. So it fits the fits thing really well. But so. the food is good. The and food they is have really good. More than just and pictures sausages. of David Hasselhoff. Pictures. Oh, speaking of that, okay, <laughs> this is a completely off the wall. So we go to we go to dinner tonight, right? At this place called Dee Peckers, and it's a wings place. And I go in the bathroom. And I deleted the picture too. Or I would have sent it to you guys. I go in the bathroom. Stop taking I don't like pictures where in public bathrooms <laughs> from Dee Dee Peckers. <laughs> okay, right. So I'm in the men's bathroom. I have my phone out and I'm taking pictures. And on the wall, there is a picture, like random too. It's like the size of a postcard in a frame. There's a picture of David Hasselhoff holding a bald eagle. And that's all that's on the wall. There's not even other photos on the wall. It's just a random like, one photo. Perched on his arm. Perched on his arm, or? and he's like okay. wearing a black shirt unbuttoned, and he's like staring all like longingly into the camera, and he's got a bald eagle on his arm. Dude, that's in your deleted pictures, and I need you to okay. go find I'll it. Find, I'll find it. So, Beer Garden, I like it, but I understand uh, why you guys don't. I'm going to move on to the next one. Um, and I want to get you guys' opinion because this did not make uh, Mike or Dave's list, but I want to know if you've eaten there and. If it if you had a reason that you didn't put it on there, uh, Dave, you're saying no, you haven't eaten there. I don't know if Mike's eaten there or not. And that's spice for a table. Um, yeah. So go ahead, Dave. 
Okay, yeah, sorry, I thought you were going to the other one that we've still got left. We've got two left. Um, uh, I have eaten at Spice Road Table uh, once. Um, the tuppers um, style dining that they do, and um, and I quite enjoy um, food from that region of the world. Um, the Moroccan, almost Turkish kind of influences that they uh, have through that region. Um, and... Uh, and I quite liked it, but um, it it's a one and done, as specified by the title of. Wow! Yeah, I just sent you guys. I a just picture got a text message. Hasselhoff holding the holding the bald eagle. That's in the men's bathroom, and that's the only picture on the wall. That's incredible. All right, moving on back to Spice Road. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got eleven questions <laughs> that came up because we have no of this. answers. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, so, but yeah, Spice Road Table. Can we organize that whenever anybody is listening to this episode and they reach this point, they immediately get a text message from Justin of the Bald Eagle? <laughs> Whatever you're doing right now, I need you to pause the episode. And, and if you have Justin's personal yeah, yeah. phone number, text him and say, I need the picture of the Bald Eagle. All right, cool. All right, um, I'll, put it up in the, I'll put it up in the patron group. Okay. All right. But remind me, Dave. I, I got Mike and I got called out because uh, you got put on blast. We did get put on blast this week because um, uh, who was it? That, oh, it was Jenna. 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 Yeah. Like, Jenna. We were we hosted Jenna and the family here at the house, and Jenna put us on blast. Like, uh, it's nice to have someone who finally puts up pictures when they say they will. You know what I mean? Because we'll mention on follows episode, through. Like, no, I've completely I, I forget deliver. about it. I, All right. <laughs> um, but back to it. I am. I enjoyed Spice Road Table, but as the episode title suggests. There's, it was a one and done for me. I mm. I could go back there. I'm not opposed to it, but um, yeah. There's once again no Disney element to it. Um, atmosphere is really cool, and if you can time it to be on the water, I'm sure it's going to be a beautiful spot to be able to sit and watch Harmonious when that finally drops. Um, but um, uh, yeah, the f- and the food is adequate. I I enjoy it, but there was nothing exceptional. If we have any listeners in Morocco, I love you. Let me say this first. I love you. Can we just replace Morocco? Can we get a new country in there? With What's wrong with Marrakesh? I don't, Restaurant Marrakesh I don't like great. it. No, I don't like it either. I think it, it's bland. It didn't make your list. I know. Because Shush. there's only so many places you can put stuff. Sit. There's so many other great <laughs> options in Epcot. Um, where did you, Babe, where did you fall on this? Because we've eaten there one time. I mean, I didn't care for it. But I think it has a lot to do with I'm a picky eater. And they just didn't have much that I liked. I don't remember that they had much that Riley liked. I'm not adventurous. Like, I see a menu, and if there's not things on there that jump out at me, I'm like, ugh, you know? Yeah. Well put. Um, (laughs) Sorry. No, I agree 100%. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where I tried it, I got the steak, I, you know, like I did like the little, I was like, ugh. Oh no, it's just not for me, man. What the heck is baklava? Baklava? Do you all like baklava? I like baklava. I like it. Explain. It's delicious. Yeah, what's in it? It's like a pastry that it's a pastry that is with either uh, like chocolates, but you can get like chocolate swirl through it while they roll it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like it? It's kind of bland. I figured you would like because you like bland food. No, I know we tried it at uh, Food and Wine, and it wasn't good. Mm, I don't know. M- hey. Mike, where do you fall on Spicer Table? 
I didn't put it on the list because I've never eaten there, and I, I wanted to give it its fair shake. And I wouldn't say I wouldn't, you know, one and done if I haven't done it. Uh, every time that we've done our dining reservations or looked for something to eat at Disney, I've looked at the menu and I said, this really is not going to appeal to a lot of people in my family. So I just kind of skip it when it comes time to making reservations. Um, if I'm ever just doing something with me and Laura and we want to be adventurous, I would probably try it. But I didn't want to put it on the list because I didn't want to put something on the list that, that I haven't given its fair shake. No, I agree, 100%. So we have one last one, one left on the list. That's tough to say. Uh, one left on the list, and I think we've given it... Look, these, these episodes are important, too, because a lot of people go to Disney, and you know they want to try new things, and look, we're not saying don't try them. That's why it's titled 10 One-and-Done Restaurants to Do at Walt Disney World. Um, this last one didn't make anyone's list but Katie and I. I don't know if you all have had dinner there. Here's the thing. I love 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 going here to get a drink or an appetizer uh i think the entertainment is amazing i think it's super unique i don't think you can get it anywhere else on disney property but the food is extremely subpar for me and that is the edison babe what's your take on on our we've been a couple times for different occasions your take on the edison yeah i mean the first time we went we loved it but we all we did was get drinks yeah um and like you said the atmosphere is cool um they had a, a contortionist there the yeah night we that there. was super cool that was really awesome yeah um but then we went for dinner one night and it's pretty much the equivalent of like food from rainforest it is it is like rainforest i agree yeah it's yeah. it's bland it's kind of like oh go get a sandwich go get a like they had such an opportunity to do something crazy unique and over the top here. I'm going to bring kind of Universal in for a second. It's like they could have done what they did at Tucson. Mm, yeah. You know, with like a real unique menu and some crazy items. Um, they had a magician walking around. They had a guy like actually showing people oh, how electricity, electricity yeah, and how, how they did stuff with electricity. So he was doing tricks with electricity, which was super, super cool. For me, the Edison... This is one that I'm like, great lounge, great place to go have a drink, um, crazy unique, and probably one of the best places in Disney Springs to go just have an adult night. But as far as a restaurant, eat somewhere else and finish your night here. Like, go there to have a beverage after the fact, because their beverage menu is fantastic. So um, I would tell both of you guys, go to the Edison, even if you're just doing an appetizer, go, 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 but just don't, don't get an ADR. Don't make this your dining experience for the night. Mike, would you have you ever stepped in foot in there? Have you ever gone in there? I did. As a matter of fact, right before I met Joe on the last trip, right before I met him, I was in Disney Springs before, and Joe was on his way down, and uh, Dave popped down later that night. Uh, the first place I walked into was Edison, and I got a beer, and I got the electric fries. I wanted to have a little something to eat because I just got off the plane, and I kind of wanted to just put something in my stomach because I knew we were going to have a, a little bit of an adult night with us you know, having a couple of drinks, so I wanted to kind of set my base, and um, it was cool. I liked it. That's why it wasn't on my list because I didn't go there to eat as a dinner per se. Uh, I went in for a drink. You know, I had a quick beer and I had some fries, a little appetizer, and then, uh, yeah, and then I hooked up with everybody else. So I, I like the ambiance, I like the atmosphere. I certainly would try it. So I was kind of surprised to actually see it on the list when you uh, popped it up there. But I know you've eaten there with Katie. Really quickly, um, before we move on to uh, one of our favorite things to do, um, ten seconds each, guys. I'm gonna roll through the ones that were on your list that did not make the final list. Um, I am gonna start with uh, Mike um, Cinderella's Rule Table. 
Uh, we said before it was one of those one-and-done kind of things. It's an expensive meal. The food can be eh. And I just think it's one of those things you have to do because it's the Magic Kingdom and it's because of the castle. Um, I'm going to go over to Dave. Dave, most of yours made the list, man. Uh, La Cellier. What? Um, I have articulated this on previous episodes. I'm sure people get sick of me standing on this soapbox. Um, underwhelming dining experience. I hate feeling like I'm eating while inside the armpit of the person next to me. They put too many people into the one space and, um, they, and the meat that everybody raves about is prepared at the yachtsman, um, meat house so you can get the same cuts of meat. Not only that, Yachtsman just announced today that it is reopening nice. um, and uh, a- available for booking in the next couple of days um, for its open date, and I cannot wait to have it back. Yep, fantastic. Um, you don't get to... And by the way, rule with this one, you don't get to put out your opinion against theirs on this because it's 10 <laughs> seconds. I did like... So, I'd like did you like that? She, she, yeah, she yeah, kind of yeah. got furious. She um, was ready so for So now it let's too. return the favor. Uh, babe, one on your list, Tiffin's. Ugh. What? Awful. Come on! It's so bad. We've been there twice, and both times were ugh. the food is not good at all, and I would not return. Disagree. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to to one of mine, and that's Ailing Compass. And we uh, we ate at Ailing Compass with the Reagans, and I think all four of us were underwhelmed uh, by the by the dining experience that was there. Um, at the time, all the NBA players were on campus. And so they had added a few things to the menu for the NBA players. Like they added chicken wings because they said the NBA players all wanted chicken wings. And so they added, you know, and they were the ones helping, you know, feed the players. So, uh, but for me, for the price, underwhelming, not great. I just, I don't know. It, it didn't stand out. Um, let me go to um, Dave. We've already hit all yours, buddy. Uh, the only one, I'm good. I'm the good. only one y'all had on your list that I took off was Flame Tree, uh, because I figure in the future yeah. we will do a quick service uh, list kind yeah. of like this. So I realized that after. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, Mike, let me go to you, buddy, because this is one I kind of agree with. Sci-fi. Yeah, I'm surprised you. It wasn't on the list. I'm surprised you didn't put it on there because I know you weren't crazy about it. Uh, very cool ambiance of being in the drive-in, but that novelty wears off quick when you pay top dollar for a cheeseburger joint. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, that's, I, you know, it's, the food's just not great. I mean, that's, you know, it, it's, it's cool. The, not, the drive-in's cool for 15 minutes and then it starts to replay the, <laughs> the same thing yeah, over again. The novelty wears off quick. There's a 50 minute loop of that. Okay. I'll but if you catch you know. it at the end, all of a sudden, I don't know. It feels like it's, it's over and over. Uh, babe, let me go to you. Cause this actually made Mike's list as one of the top 10 restaurant, best restaurants. And that's Maria and Enzo's. We just had a bad experience there. I ordered chicken parm. They brought me out chicken. Chicken parm comes with like noodles and cheese and not just chicken. That's not par- chicken parm. So it was it was just not a good experience, I guess. Not like that, I said, Disney doesn't do Italian well. Not only that, uh, it's one of those things too where they <laughs> I said, hey, is there a way we can get some noodles? And they're like, the noodle, it'll be... Uh, three dollars for a plate of noodles. So that's perfect. That's no problem. You know, we appreciate it. And then they brought us four desserts to make up for the inconvenience. And I was like, "You could have just gave us the noodles for free and saved all the desserts." <laughs> you know what I mean, like you spent more money in desserts than you did on the noodles. Those noodles cost you six cents. You know, to, to bring out here. So uh, it, it, I don't mind Maria and Enzo's if I have to eat Italian. That's um, like pasta Italian is probably where I'm going if if I'm there. So I, I don't I don't mind it. Um, one of mine was flying fish. I'm gonna fly through. I uh, see what I did there. Uh, I haven't. We haven't eaten there much. 
I, I, I wasn't a huge, huge fan of it. Kind of a charred steak, which isn't our favorite. Um, so it was on my list. Uh, Mike, let me come to you because we've got a couple on yours. Um, this one shocked me, man. It's one of my favorites. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's still, I think, a really great restaurant. And that's the Brown Derby. Yeah, I, I think it was one of the things, too. Like Hollywood Studios is one of those places where it could be hard to get a meal. I tried it. I didn't like it. I don't know if it was the service that I had. It was kind of a one and done for us. I'm a s- Wait, hold on real quick. Yeah. Mike, where are you eating at Hollywood Studios? Because you don't like sci-fi. Mama Melrose is Italian that you're going to judge. No, Brown like, Derby I, is now. Okay, I Mama like my, Melrose we, is... We do 50s. We do, uh, we do okay. uh, Mama Melrose. So those places all right, there. All right, all yeah. right. Cool. All right. Yeah, you were very quickly losing options. I was just wanting to check. <laughs> no, no. It's usually 50s and it's usually, uh, you know, uh, Mama Melrose. There you go. All right. Let me go cool. to let me go to one of Joe's real quick, because so we can just scream at him and he can't talk back. Uh, via, I love that. via Napoli. Wrong. He's it's completely wrong. He's is a, it too late to like? Is he still a host? Is I don't it too know. We can to, just like, get, rid get rid of him. It's for sure. Okay. We didn't like it the first time we went, but we got pasta. But Rick Reagan said, "No, no, you have to get the pizza." So no, get the pizza. The second time we went back with him, we got the pizza. So it totally changed our mind when we right. did that. But you're going to a restaurant based on Naples, which is the birthplace of pizza. Get. The pizza. Just don't get pasta. Okay. All right. Let's keep let's keep yelling at Joe. I like this. Uh, this is a fun game. So STK Steakhouse for me. Now let me give my opinion. Okay. First time we did it, didn't love it. Riley was young. Had my mom with me. I thought it was extremely loud, over the top. Have a DJ like while you're eating your steak. Um, went back this past trip um, and had a completely different experience. It what the food was fantastic. Um, it we, wasn't as loud. It was fancy. I mean, it, everything about it was great. I would do it again in a complete, I mean, in a heartbeat. I it would do it good. again. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. So, Joe, you're wrong again. Um, <laughs> let's go to Mike. He's got two left. I'm going to stay with you, Mike, for both. Uh, back to uh, Hollywood Studios, and I'm going to go Hollywood and Vine. Yeah, Buffet. It had a couple of those, like, Handy Mandy and Dora the Explorer things. I don't know. Some kind of... Uh, <laughs> doing Nickelodeon okay. One of those <laughs> was really mispronounced, and on one of one. those we don't own. <laughs> Whatever it was. it was. It was the kids were young. They serve alcohol in the park. I don't remember what happened. It was like one of those character meat things. I wasn't crazy. You know, it. he's it got just a buffet. Dora the Explorer and He-Man and She-Ra, you know. Like just, <laughs> Whatever it was. A big-headed character. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles no walk good. through, you know. Hey, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at one point possibly did. So. Uh, I'm Power st- Rangers were there. I was there for that. There you go. Back in the Back day. Back in the day, man, yeah. I'm going to stay with you, Mike. Yak and Yeti. Another one I'm like, I can't shake my head. Well, I tell you what, the Yak and Yeti quick serve, I believe, blows away the Yak and Yeti restaurant. Oh, I agree with that. And I've I've had the Yak and Yeti quick serve so many times. I've I've tried to say I got to do the sit down restaurant. I do it, and I'm like, I should have just ate outside at the quick serve. Uh, I've got one more. Uh, Dave shaking his head like you're you're crazy. I love both Yak and Yetis. Uh, I've got one more because Katie wrote any. She completely cheated on this one. I have no idea what this even means, so I'll go to her. Any restaurant at Animal Kingdom because I can't remember which two of the three we went to. At Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I do not like. You don't G- like Boma. I don't like Boma. I don't like Chico, and I don't like Sana. Don't like any of them. Yeah, we're not friends. I'm sorry. Like, thanks for coming, Katie. Let's be a <laughs> yep, <show ever>. cool. <laughs> and that's Katie's visit to the Disney Nerds podcast. She successfully got off the show. That's what she was, I think, striving for. How to ostracize yeah. this group of people. I don't like Sana. Wow. Wow. 
You know, Sorry. whether you like Sanaa, whether you like Boma, whether you like Jiko, there's some great places to eat. And if you're dining out with your family, you should always take a selfie while you're sitting at that table and take that selfie, post it on our Facebook page because we have a great Facebook family. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for it's time us to for get us our to Picks, get of, the our week. picks of the Week. All right, Katie, since you're our guest this week, what's your Pick of the Week? I'm going to go with Kristen. She's getting ready to go down to Disney for 10 days. I think they're going on their girls' trip to celebrate a birthday. And I just love her picture because her luggage is awesome. It's super cute, and I would definitely rock that. Very cool. Dave, what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, I want to give a shout-out to a new member, uh, a re- somebody who recently joined the Disney Dads podcast family on Facebook and um, posted some pictures of uh, their wife and, yes, and son uh, rocking out some Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin. I am talking of Jason, I think it's Raking, um, and a big fan. I love the fact that they did their research, they were ready to put it into action, um, and successfully became galactic heroes. I'm all about it. I love it. Very cool. Welcome to the family. Justin, what do you got for me, buddy? Yeah, man, I'm going to go with my buddy John Castano. He said, and I love this picture. He said, where am I? I'm not in Disney, but this counts. And uh, he is Allison. Allison. Dude, he's at the house from Hocus Pocus. Absolutely love it. I think it just had its, what, 20th anniversary or 25th anniversary? It is way up there, but still one of the best movies that's ever been made and they're making the sequel so what hopefully we'll see that is that in i don't know we'll talk about that off the show okay <laughs> um she doesn't quite know the etiquette of, of doing this um so i'm super excited super super excited for him uh and no go ahead oh mike what do you what do you got bud uh my pick of the week is to go to robert harder and robert harder has a picture of his son on rock and roller coaster and it says when your son rides rock and roller coaster for the first time you buy the picture and a very cool picture of his son over there in the uh the back left looking like he's having the at the time of his life very cool <laughs> great first time on rock and roller coaster i have the same expression every time i go on it whether it's my first time or my 50th time and you have a robert you have my pick of the week yeah I, uh we got everybody right everybody did theirs Yep, perfect. Well, let's do this. Uh, guys, Dave mentioned it. Go right now. Join that Facebook family. It's Disney Dads Podcast Facebook family. Uh, that's where we get all the picks, all the stories. That's where we get to know you all. Uh, and if you want a little more uh, in-depth getting to know us, of course, you can join that patron family for as little as $2 a month. Click that link right below. Become a part of the patron family. Not only do you get your own special Facebook group, but extra content each and every week. We do live shows. We have all kinds of content that is pouring out for our patron family. Uh, and look, we love him. We miss him every day. Click the link below. Make sure to pick up Jason's Pabble. Uh, pick up the book and have it shipped to you. It's a great addition to your Disney library. Uh, and if you would like to re- reach out to us, of course, DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com and our individual emails, DisneyDadMike, DisneyDadJoe, DisneyDadDave, and DisneyDadJustin at gmail.com as well. And last but not least, if you're planning a Disney vacation, reach out. Away With Me Travel, we're here for you. We will help you so you don't have to stress about it. Uh, you can get us at show at awaywithmetravel.com. 
Com. And while you're doing that, slap us five stars, give us that virtual hug. I think I hit them all. I need to just record this and put it in each and every week. Uh, guys, I've had an absolute blast. Patron, we are going to have a ton of fun tonight. The guys have no idea what our topic is about, but it is very, very, very relative to what is happening right now across the world. Oh, come on. Last time this happened, I wound up with a doll whip challenge. I'd love it. I love it. I'm not telling you until we get there. We are going to discuss something that will have you laughing. Uh, because some of it is absolutely nonsense. It's not really Disney-related, but it's absolute nonsense, and I cannot wait to get into it soon. So let's get into some closing words. Let me start with Mike. Closing words, buddy. Uh, Katie, thank you so much for coming on the show this week. We love having you. It's a blast. Uh, you know, it's nice to hear your perspective on stuff. Uh, nice seeing you guys. It's been a while. I feel like it's uh, it's my break I need every week, and I had a great time talking about the places. And if we seemed a little bit negative tonight, we weren't really being negative. We just kind of giving you our opinion on some of the experiences we had. So we still love the restaurants. We still love all of our cast members. And uh, no matter what, even if it's a bad experience in Disney, it's still an experience in Disney, and you're in the magical place that we all love. Dave. Um, here's the thing is there is going to be somebody who passionately disagrees with our opinion on insert restaurant here each one of these 10 has somebody in our group who passionately loves it um, and and that's the beauty of Disney is that there is literally always something for everybody. So uh, this is, as Mike said, just our opinion on, and we're not even saying don't eat at these places, but maybe once is going to be enough for you. And that's okay. Like this almost uh, is our, our opportunity to say to you, it's okay for you to eat at this place and walk away going, I don't need to eat there again. That's fine too. Um, we hope for those people who are possibly trying to figure out, do I eat here or do I eat there? This might be able to shed some light on some of those, on what to prioritize. And a few trips down the track, you'll be like, oh, I never did get to eat there. And I know Justin um, said he didn't like it, but he's been wrong about everything else <laughs> since. So um, so it might fall into that category. Um Thanks for listening. Um, we, uh, I love being able to bring something different. And like, we, I haven't participated in a show like this before, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Always fun. Uh, Katie, closing words? Um, I think as a Disney fan, you should try all these restaurants. I mean, your opinion will be different than our opinion. If you have small children, go with my opinion, because my <laughs> um, taste in food is equivalent to a child. So, um, but as an adult, you don't need to listen to me because I'm probably making the wrong choices. But yeah, definitely check out everything at least once. <gasps> I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on tonight because I look, I, I have to twist your arm. It's taken now three years to get you get you back on the show, and I'd love having you here and love chatting with you. Uh, and you did a great job. You were you were awesome. So uh, I'll give I'll give that positive affirmation, uh, positive words to you, uh, Dave. You were decent, Mike. Here as always. Um, <laughs> guys, that's what I'm aiming for is decent. <laughs> Mike, Dave, and I would have made this list if they had done uh, 10 hosts to skip. Uh, one and done, you know. Um, so, guys, appreciate you all so much. Disney House family, have an amazing week. Keep it positive. Spread some Disney cheer. Uh, laugh, 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 laugh this week. Make sure you find time to laugh and uh, make someone else's day. Patron family, stick around because you are about to laugh uh, as we all hopefully make the podium and talk about some Olympics uh, that are coming up here. Uh, guys, have an amazing week. Thank you again. Until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good Cheers. Have a good, good night. night.
from Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.